0: Hey everybody, Brent here. Just want to stop... stop? Why do I keep saying stop in? Doesn't matter. I'm dropping in at the beginning of the show as I do when there's an issue. And unfortunately, this time, as you probably have heard over the past few uh, episodes, the audio quality is getting progressively worse, and I think that has to do with Skype. Just in general... Um there's something happening, there's some ducking, some throttling. I don't know, but we're moving to a new solution. So this should be the last episode with that problem. And that being said, we are using the recording from Blaine's side of the Skype call, which means a couple things. Um it is the better of the recordings now that I've listened to them both., uh, so you my voice is going to sound a little different because I'm coming through the Skype and on that side instead of, through my setup and everything, but him and Nick sound fantastic, so instead of me sounding good and them two sounding like crap, we just kind of flip, flip-flopped then and I don't sound that bad, um, but I can't, uh, there. Are, that means there are variables that are in my control, so I'm just going to kind of uh, post it as is, um, drop music, and do all that stuff I normally do, but as far as um, things in the actual recording itself, I'm not touching anything, I'm just going to let it go, um, and hopefully with the new solution, uh, the, everything will be much better you know peachy keen fantastic so with that being said this is a really excellent review i hope you guys enjoy it and we've got some totally rad shit coming up uh for the next episode so uh yeah that's that's gonna be great everything's gonna be fantastic so thank you guys bye warning this show contains mature content and spoilers listener discretion is advised Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness. A dragon's journey of self-discovery, or perhaps two souls' quests, to find unity. Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. this episode of the rpg show my name is brent i'm your host and with me today i have two lone cops on the street of dystopian future land first up we have nick snatchinator gantner how's it going buddy
1: uh well i'm still half asleep well y'all doing this shit at a fucking unholy hour
0: it's not even that unholy it's only 10 o'clock in the morning bro like i mean come on like that's that's pretty late for most not people. for
1: me on the weekends.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Appreciate you being up and early. Next yeah. up, we have Blaine. Do robots dream of electric stri- strippers? Jay, how's it
2: going? Uh, it's going, and the answer is no, they do not.
0: Oh, well. Harrison Ford is a robot. That's. that's, <sighs> that's... I rewatched it last night. I, I'm not so sure. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I, I don't know. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Were Who are you can't... talking about Blade Runner? Of course. we. Yes,
0: are. we're talking about Blade... both both intros are references to AD sci-fi. Nick, step it up.
1: Dude, I watched like 30 minutes of Blade Runner and I was like, this is the gayest shit I've ever seen. Oh, my ever. God. Fuck
2: off. <laughs> <laughs> Literally one of the best sci-fi movies ever made.
1: Is that, that my type of film? I, that's that's
0: debatable. I don't know if I would say it's one of the best sci-fi movies ever oh made. Oh my god, it's a good sci-fi movie, but I don't know if I'd say the best.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would. I do
0: believe Blade Runner is a smidge overrated. I'm not saying it's bad, just a smidge overrated. Well, you're wrong. Well, uh, sure, I, I'll be wrong if that's if that's what makes you happy at home. Then that's fine. But we're not here to talk about Blade Runner, yeah. or are we? kind of <laughs> It's debatable but uh we're here to talk about snatcher for the uh Sega CD now it was originally released on some weird computer systems in Japan in 1988 did not make it to uh anywhere else until 92 on the PC engine mm-hmm. but we really got it uh on the Sega CD 94 uh, for North America and Europe uh there was More enhanced versions that came out later, like on the PlayStation, but they also stayed in Japan. There's so many versions of this game in Japan, it makes my head spin. Yeah, as recently as the PlayStation 2, I think. So, uh, we, this is like we said earlier, this is kind of uh, the Hideo Kojima's love letter to American sci fi of the early 80s. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a little bit of a lot of things in here. You have Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you've got uh, Terminator. Uh, Blade Runner down to the opening sequence is almost in time shot for shot uh, the same as Blade Runner. Uh, So it's it's uh, and of course, Hideo Kojima of, uh, you know, Metal Gear Solid's most famous work, I would I would say. Mm -hmm. But uh, so uh, and there's references to that in this. There's, There's references and homages and blatant copying of many things in this game um, to a point where, you know, it's uh, we'll talk about a little later, whether that makes it, it's, does it allow it to stand for its own thing or is it just become an overwhelming amalgam of all these other things we know? Hmm. So uh, for those that are new here, all right, we break this son of a bitch down into one, two, three, four, five, six categories and give them a score. One through five. We talk about gameplay story, uh, music, visuals, Overall experience and replayability, and we give those scores. Of course, we allow half scores because Nick's a dick. Um, So, first up gameplay. is a it, it falls into I would say like the point and click genre but there's no real Florida. point and clicking. Um, this is very similar play gameplay wise to a game we did for your show Space Adventure Cobra mm-hmm. where you just select uh, options on the screen um, and do so mercilessly and repetitively until you advance the scene sometimes and mm-hmm. uh, that uh with some other elements in there the the main mix-up is the shooting mechanism where you have uh, essentially it's like a three by three grid and you use the the d-pad to, to move and shoot in each of those grids mm-hmm. uh which is it, it and it's for early in the stage of gaming as it was it's not a horrendous shooting mechanic yeah. uh It's kind of, it's, it plays like whack-a-mole to be fair. I mean, it's just kind of like a, like a tethered whack-a-mole kind of thing, but it's fun and it's not, it doesn't happen too often. Like it, it kind of happens sporadically and kind of out of nowhere sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it does kind of give an appropriate feel to what they're doing as well as a couple unique encounters that they throw at you, um, using that mechanic. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as gameplay goes it's kind of sparse guys it's it is that it is a it is a digital storybook and of course we're called the RPG show so this is i wouldn't really even refer to this as an RPG oh, no. in, in any ways other than the collecting of items and solving of uh like plot related uh mm. conundrums it's it's definitely an adventure game um so but, uh, Nick, uh, what are some things that worked for
1: you, gameplay-wise, in this game? Um, I, I guess I thought the shooting mechanic was, like, it was a different thing. Um, and it added, like, it, it broke up some of the mon- monotony of, like, just clicking fucking the text choices until I can get progress through the, the game. So that was a nice kind of a thing to have in, but otherwise it's just really you're choosing text options. So,
0: yeah. And I, I'm kind of with you there. Like, uh, the, the, uh, it, it, you really, str- I really struggle um, to find a particular thing other than, you know, some of the neat little, um, mini games in there. Cause there's like a, like a, like you got to piece the feet, fi- the face together kind of mini game. And, mm-hmm. um, a couple of other things to really, uh, that really, other than that, it's, it's, it's kind of the same selecting option after option, especially the look investigate look cycle mm-hmm. is. It's just not good. Um, Blaine, tell us some things about the gameplay that, that, uh, that you like or dislike or what have you.
2: Well, the thing is, this is, you know, it's a game, but it's, it's less a game, more of a visual novel that's slightly interactive. I mean, you say adventure game, but there's really only like what six items or something throughout the whole game. So mm-hmm. it, I I'm loathe to even put it into, you know, it's, it's not your monkey Island or Sam and Max or something. This is something o- almost by itself. You know, there's virtually nothing else like it, like hotel dusk for the GB advance or whatever it's on, uh, it, it comes close but yeah this is more of a, a interactive movie in some ways than it is an actual game you guys mentioned the gameplay as far as the shooting goes and the montage and stuff and that kind of stuff almost to me feels like it was added in to make it a quote unquote video game which it, it almost isn't you know this is a, a this is a story you know so yeah uh gameplay there's not a lot I do like the interface could have been a lot better as you mentioned having two options for look and investigate that are essentially the same thing and having to like arbitrarily click them X amount of times kind of, kind of
0: the way I I was kind of understanding what was going on is you would look at it to see it. Then you would have your metal gear buddy investigate it and kind of tell you about it. And then you would look at it again to say, okay, I need it kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Sort of. It's
0: not, not great it's it's not great i'm not i mean it's it's just the way i interpreted the madness as to why they were making me do it repeatedly um because i could probably beat the game in probably an hour less than i did if if i didn't have to go through those options like that sure sure. Uh, so uh as far as gameplay is concerned i i I, I really wish it was more like a point and click adventure game where you uh click around the screen some of these beautiful, beautiful um, panoramic screens and stuff that they're giving you, I really wish you know you you were kind of clicking and interacting with it more than say just kind of look and have select options. I mean, even if a lot of the, just the clicking around was was, I can't do anything with that. I can't do anything with that. No, that it's so
2: fucking old, though.
0: It it would, but it's it's the, something that makes a game like Shadowgate more endearing than just having options because then you can you can create more puzzles right you can create an active puzzle instead of the only way to solve it is going through every option repeatedly until something happens um where you can say all right well what in this room would be where i need to well i obviously need to open the desk to find the the letter or i need to use the the floppy disk on the computer kind of thing um Because uh, as beautiful and awesome as some of these screens are, there's not a whole lot obviously going on. It's not a very uh, overly busy screen. Um, So I think a a point and click, more point and click would would have only benefited the game in the long run.
2: Yeah, I
0: agree. um on so unlike some of these other games we do where there's a ton of systems to go over and talk about there's not a whole lot to go over here as far as what you're actively doing in the game i think we covered it pretty well so let's go ahead and score it um blaine score me gameplay
2: yeah uh it's it's really i, I really just even uh despite knowing that it has faults i, I almost can't fault the game in any way, because you know, everyone knows this is my favorite game. I play it at least once a year. I know it has faults, but uh, I'm still going to give it... I'll give it a 4 out of 5.
1: Alright. Uh, Nick, what are you giving it? Um, well, because it's essentially, you're reading a book, I'm giving it a 1.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of on Nick's side. While uh, the book's really cool, flipping pages is a really boring mechanic, uh, yeah. uh, so but uh, there are a couple things that did a little better. So I I give it a two. Um, I mean it's not story wise not. I mean gameplay wise not great.
2: No, all no, right, it's
0: not. So uh, let's let's uh move into to the real meat uh of, of this game, the story. Yeah. game takes place in uh, uh, future dystopic Japan, uh, the city of New Kobe. And uh, your character is a uh, Gillian Seed. He is a guy with amnesia that got picked up in Russia by the military. Um, and is decided that because whatever his, his block and his memory is, he's going to become a junker. And Junkers are this special police force that are revolved around fighting this robot menace that is essentially uh, body snatching robots. They they uh, they kill people and they make themselves look like that person, um, often aiming for people high in power and that kind of thing. So uh, your, your story kind of starts off with your solving like you're you're going you go to help. Uh, essentially one of your would-be partners, you find him brutally murdered and the game starts off with kind of tracking down um, his murderer and that sort of unfurls into this deeper plot that really kind of expands exponentially as soon as you hit Act 3. I'd Mm -hmm. say Act 3 kind of just is like, we were down here dealing with street level shit and then Act 3 is like, oh okay, um, it's this this guy who is is, it's it it gets really weird and really out there not saying it's bad it just takes a hell of a turn well there's a reason for that it makes a strong left hand turn um and what's the reason for that
2: uh well uh, initially the first few versions of the game it actually ended at act two uh, because they had planned a sequel to it and then they kind of for the u.s release and subsequent releases uh they knew there wouldn't be a sequel so kojima like had to quick write this third act to like wrap it all up within one game instead of being a series of games.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so um, if you want to Blaine, and this is your baby, this No, is, yeah. this is game of choice. Well, give us the sort of like a, the, uh, the brief, uh, synopsis of, of the game. Uh, I mean, well, I after mean, you take off and you find your, your partner murdered, yeah. um, and where does it go? All
2: over the place. I mean, if you start off, you're yeah looking for Jean-Jacques Gibson's murderer. You eventually uh, find them. Of course, they were snatchers, and you know I don't want to ruin too much, but as far oh, as, we
0: spoiled it. We we have we have the Seinfeld intro that says "Spoilers abound." Yeah, like true, ever, true, true, true. Right? I mean,
2: it does the whole thing where uh, like. The partner you end up with in Random Hygiene ends up being uh, a snatcher himself and a perfect replicant to the point where he doesn't even know himself that he is a snatcher and he doesn't have the.
0: Uh, and you know, until until like, I, for a while, I was convinced that that was going to be Gillian's plot. Yeah, line. everyone, gonna, everyone think, thinks that. because I, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was like this is Blade Runner. He's going to be, he's going to be the guy that doesn't know he's the fucking robot. This is what's going to happen
2: probably would have been better but it's, it's pretty cool with uh with uh, uh gosh random being that and then you know the, of course they allude to it and I, I as a kid you know this it'll always trick me it doesn't trick most people but when you spell someone's name backwards it always tricks me you know i didn't know that card was dracula backwards till i was like an old man And, uh, yeah, I did, it totally caught me off guard at the end where they're like, oh, this guy, Elijah Modnar, we've been talking about this last act is, you know, random hygiene spelled backwards. And you're like, oh yeah. Okay. And yeah. And you know, the story is great, but it really is. It's, it's like Kojima at his worst. I mean, he's stealing from everything to make the story of snatcher and he adds his own little flares in here and there, but if you've seen blade runner and terminator and invasion of the body snatchers and even dune who random hygiea is based off sting's character in
0: doom uh in between that and rudger Howard,
1: he's
2: more
0: he, he more lo- he well he reminded me of the the uh the main protagonist mm-hmm, in blade B- Beatty or whatever yeah
2: yeah it's between the two i've yeah i've heard uh, that he was influenced by both so but yeah, I mean, it's,
0: obviously, he had a lot of influences in this. Oh,
2: yeah. But he does in everything he does. If you've, you know, everyone's played so, Metal Certainly. Gear Solid, and that's obviously Snake Pliskin from the Escape From movies Escape From LA, Escape From New York. Um, mm-hmm. The sequel, quote unquote, to this game is called Police Knots. Uh, it plays essentially the same as Snatcher, but the storyline is completely different. And it's obviously stolen from the Lethal Weapon series. Everything Kojima mm-hmm. does is stolen from american cinema he was a big you know cinema file or whatever you call it and Mm -hmm. this is what he does so at least in snatcher and most of his works for that matter he's stealing from things that are really great you know so even a subpar version of those stories is still really fucking awesome to me and when i'd played this game initially i i hadn't Watched Blade Runner. I hadn't seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I did notice similarities between this and Terminator, but that's about all I picked up on as a kid. Uh, so the story works for me. Uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have anything bad to say about. It. There are some translation issues and some things that didn't work because, uh, like you mentioned, this was originally on a uh, a computer instead of a home console. So there's some things that are kind of wonky. There's a point in the game. Where you find a note that says search the house and you it ends up meaning like you have to search this little model of a house Which is kind of like oh, I didn't notice that before and it didn't dawn on me to search this little tiny house inside of gibson's house You know uh, the original version when you got on his computer um, your actual keyboard corresponded to the buttons of his computer and if you pressed the home key then it would unlock the file that would tell you about everything which is just like so much cooler
0: yeah that's yeah. certain certainly cooler but uh
2: there's a lot of stuff like that that wasn't able to come across on a Sega CD and obviously there's memory issues and etc cetera, etc cetera, so
0: yeah and uh you know I as far as the story is concerned I a really kind of uh, it was a twofold kind of experience for me because I am also a fan of science fiction movies and general action movies of the 80s. And so to see a lot of these tropes and uh, story beats that I was very familiar with was was really fun to watch unfold in this this really cool world they had set up. Um, but it was a kind of a twofold thing where I'm like, oh, that's so cool. He's basically ripping off X and so sometimes my expectation was was like, OK, uh, we're either I would already in my mind had, OK, there's only three places we can go from here. If he if he is so much using X, Y and Z source material, we're going to only end up in X, Y or Z place. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of the the detracting factor from it, while the experiencing someone else's retelling in a different sort of uh like it's, it's, it is. It's a weird thing for me to explain. Cause it's just like, you take, take the things you like about blade runner, the things you like about terminator and the things you like about say fucking Akira and just mm-hmm. kind of throw them all together. And you get this. And I don't necessarily think that's a problem. Um, it, it, really for me because it, 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 it it really was, you could tell it wasn't made by someone that is just, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a cash grabby kind of Mm ripoff. It felt more like a, I love these things so much. I have to do them in my own way so bad. I can't stand it kind of thing. Um, so that, uh, while we may wish that he had done it his own way and not their way as well. Um, it, it, it was super fun for me. Um, Nick, what are some things that worked for you, story-wise, in this game?
1: Uh, Well, um, I guess, like y'all, I am also a fan of sci-fi films, but I haven't seen pretty much anything that's older, really. Okay. So I don't know how much of a fan I can really consider myself to be. Uh, I guess more it's, uh, I have an interest. Okay. Kind of thing. So... Uh, as I was telling y'all before we started recording I believe uh, Blade Runner is apparently a huge thing impact on this game and me having had watched like maybe thirty minutes of it and not really enjoying it I don't know if it was the pacing I'm not sure I think I remember it's like a three something hour long movie
0: it was most certainly the pacing like because the first Uh, time I watched Blade Runner I fell asleep
1: yeah so maybe I'll give it another chance because I really enjoyed this game like,, uh, I guess, from my perspective, I didn't have the expectations y'all had where like you kind of knew what could have happened from like a certain like launching point in the in the story, like where it's gonna go. um, so was, I felt it was really interesting following along in this adventure and seeing exactly what happened, where the twists were, what kind of turns happened, and i I really enjoyed it. Um, like uh, the whole. Like Blaine said, the whole Hajil uh, being uh, Elijah thing, I don't expect that shit either, because I don't really read into that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, when I'm experiencing a media, I just let myself experience it, and I don't really try to analyze it, because that takes me out of the whole immersion thing. Exactly. Um, so I was just, like, I was along for the ride. Like, there was not really any point in time in this that I was like, well, that's dumb. That's stupid. It was really just a lot of, uh, oh, okay, cool. I can't wait, can't wait to see what's going to happen next kind of thing
0: no yeah um so that's i'm glad you could experience that way uh were there any
1: things that you didn't care for in the story nick um my problems with the story stem from the gameplay like because you would get kind of interested in what's happening and then you get confronted with some situation where like you walk into a room and you you would like have to pick a bunch of options and then you just you never see anything in this room ever again kind of thing and it's like i I'm like I would rather just watch this as opposed to play it, mm-hmm. kind of thing to experience the story, um, because it it felt it would feel more co- cohesive. There wouldn't be any like pauses or like like interruptions, and that's really my only like tick against it. Is like because it's a great experience. It's just it takes a little bit of getting into it because of the way that the game is designed.
0: Sure, sure. Um... What about you, Blaine? What are some things in the story that you don't particularly care for yourself?
2: Story? Well, I I don't know. I can't really say that I don't care for it because, again, it's my favorite game. I'm not going to say a lot bad about it. Um, no, I understand. Like, replaying it, like, I play this every year or two, and the you know when you play it you as an older person now i uh i do see more now with my old man eyes that it's been stolen from other things and that's kind of meh um but it it's just done so well that it's like and then i i do have that experience of you know being a kid and not knowing that it was stolen from all these different things and it was it was really exciting for me then, you know, I think I said on my podcast when I reviewed this game that when I beat the game the first time, I watched the ending and I went back and watched it again and rewatching it nowadays it's it's not so good that I want to spend you know thirty forty five minutes whatever it is rewatching it immediately over again, but at the time it was good enough for that, and yeah, there's not a lot I can say bad about it. there's some silly things that mix with the gameplay. And the story, especially like the scenes in which you are confronted with a snatcher and they do this silly thing where they like the scene with Mika where, you know, she's tied up and he, the snatcher like pops out and he's like, I'm over here. I'm over here now. You know, that's like, that's silly. But at the time, you know, it kind of took me out of the story. I'm like, why wouldn't he just stand directly behind her with his hands on her neck or something, you know? Um, but now it comes across as more like comic relief for again yeah, this game has a lot of comic relief you know breaking the third wall and stuff um <clears throat> so i think maybe that was intentional i don't know but uh now it makes me laugh when i see it before it kind of pissed me off when i was a kid i was like what is going on here it's, no one would act like that but uh so yeah i don't really have any complaints as far as the story goes
0: yeah um as far as I go, I'm I'm with you. I'm not. I don't really mind the breaking of the third wall. I I find the uh, the your uh, essentially scrappy do slash navi slash R two D two companion mm-hmm. to be pretty funny. It's like you know uh, here's here's a robot sidekick. His features are video com. He can help you save, and he has an. In- infinite amount of sass yeah. uh like uh he, he he some of the stuff he says like uh like when you're driving in the car and you like pray to god and oh, great. He's like like that kind of shit is just like that kind of stuff i really love yeah. um the dialogue is amazing just in general yeah uh the uh but some stuff that i didn't really care for uh i could have really used without some of the pervy gillian scenes like i didn't really need him to be kind of pervy
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, it, so did y'all, did y'all do the one where you get kicked out of Katrina's house? Oh,
2: oh certainly. sure. She's you can also uh, do that with Mika at the beginning of the game. If you, like, smell her too many times, uh, you'll get taken off the case for a period of times and have to do so many actions before you're let back on. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a very Japanese thing, and I don't think they knew how to translate it properly. So they just basically left it in untouched outside of they upped Katrina's age from 14 to 18, which that's yeah. something.
0: Because I, was like, I was, like, she was like, she went out of her way to say that his daughter was 18. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why I need to know her age, other than you were going to try and sexualize her. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, that's, you could have just said he has a daughter. Yeah, like you have to say she has an 18 year old daughter
2: and i don't know if you saw it in your research but the original versions in the shower scene she just stands there with her head hands on her head with a towel and her boobs just exposed rather than like a very like transparent towel in the Sega CD version yeah. and and also, where, when you. The, kill, towel,
0: the towel that wasn't a towel. Yeah, the towel exactly. That was like, coloring
2: their skin blue. Yep, <laughs> eh, yep, yep. And then later on, too, I can't remember her name, but the cab driver's wife that's covering her face because she has a toothache. When you shoot mm-hmm. her in the head, that scene where you see her body all crumple on the ground in the original versions, her boobs spill out, too, for reasons, you know, Japanese. So, yeah, th- those were taken out of this game, but
0: yeah, anyway. Um, so I mean, I don't mind like because so I found this the like the kind of romantic elements between him and his ex wife, I found that charming. Oh, yeah, the kind of like pervy stuff outside of that, I wasn't really a fan of. Like, it kind of was okay, I get what you're saying. And my biggest problem with the story is with random and how you are playing Gillian, and Gillian's supposed to be the hero, like this, 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 this uh gumshoe kind of uh detective like out there solving the case, but then random comes out of nowhere and essentially becomes the hero of the story. Well, yeah, because he is this, this, uh, this, this, this robot that's programmed to love kind of thing where he's like, Oh no, I'm, 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 you know, I'm the robot killing the robots. I'm doing it better than all of you guys. I'm going to save the day by quote unquote, sacrificing myself. Um, and,
1: it,
0: I don't know, like, that kind of bothered me hmm. where a little bit, where I, I wasn't really a fan of that. Like, I wanted to be the guy that did the cool stuff, when Random ends up being the guy that does the cool stuff. Especially the number of times he saves you. Yeah. is stupid. Um, so, uh, you know... it it, it, take it or leave it you know it's some for some people you know some people don't mind that kind of thing i especially in a game like this where you're just along for the ride i kind of expect to be in the in the um our hope to be in the winning seat a little more Eh. than gillian was see i i
2: i would argue that you know if you were to play as random this would be an incredibly boring game uh because he's too op you know playing from the Oh, sure. standpoint of Gillian you know he's human he's not this invincible nearly robot you know ends up being and so on and so forth like I, I would still play a game as random if they made it tomorrow but I don't think I would have the love or nostalgia for this game if it came from that standpoint like
0: I well that's know. but that's the that's the part of a detective story or a noir story that makes it so compelling is the danger for the main character and him like overcome, overcoming these Immensely uh, mounting odds to either solve the case or sure. save the girl or what have you, and he doesn't get to do that because Random comes in and does it for him. I think it would have been much better if Random had been taken out, and Gillian made the calls to or and made things happen, or even if Gillian sacrificed himself at the end of the, at the end of the story. Well, that that I could agree with. Like that would have made a better payoff because he is he is against like he's the underdog, and to come out the other side is still the underdog is, is, is the point, but it's, it's like the winning against insurmountable odds that makes the detective story so cool sometimes. Cause it's just the Joe Schmo man. Like, and, and he's out there dealing with the mob or what have you in this case, uh, you know, secret Soviet robot program. Um, so it, it, you know that's 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 the me thing i get it's not an everybody thing but that's just how i felt i was kind of disappointed uh and i will also say if i had played this game say 13 14 15 years ago i would have been so down with like a almost 40 minute ending cutscene yeah
2: i mean but, uh, this is a 20 year old game you know when you put it in that perspective it's it's kind of crazy
0: so and, uh, it, 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 just this time I was like, okay, all right, everything's wrapping up and they just keep like wrapping it up mm-hmm. and like, like, Oh, this is great. And then, Oh, this is great. And Oh, metal gear survived to like, yeah. okay, and you did. Yeah. Can we, can we just. Can we drive into the sunset already? Just Can we Can we just do it, please?
2: Yeah, and we used to joke that Random says you're one hell of a junker way too many times. It's actually only two, but for some reason it just feels like a phrase he says over and over. But also in the ending, in each version that you play, uh, Metal Gear, when he does show back up, he's as whatever uh, console you played it on. So on the Sega CD, he's in a Sega CD shell, in the Saturn, Saturn, you know, and that's, that's awesome. That's really cool and neat, I think. But, uh, yeah, anyway, sorry.
0: So uh, that's uh, that's basically it. Let's go ahead and score this beast. Blaine, uh, what are you going to give a story? Well,
2: it's it's five. You know, I, If if I could give it a six, I'd give it a six.
0: But you won't let me. Yeah, no, not going to happen. I'll give it a four.
1: Um, what about you, Nick? Blaine can give it a six for all I care. <laughs> but uh, i want to give it a four as well. And I just wanted to say because y'all were going like going back and forth, I don't like interrupting people when they're talking. I do. Uh, is that uh, like I kind of I really disagree with your I guess look on it, Brent, where you're disappointed that he he's not the one that saves the day, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, and I feel like you would have taken it as a breath of fresh air, like I did, where because a lot of the games we play, you we play a character who is the chosen one who saves the day. And all that kind of jazz and this was refreshing for me to just be like oh, okay like he's it's like a, a it's a grounded in reality even though it's sci-fi that he is just a guy and he's he has limitations like anybody else would have and the world is responding or like the world is responding to his limitations he's being stuck by his limitations and it takes something greater than him to actually accomplish the task I mean,
0: I can see that if it didn't feel like almost Deus Ex Machina level kind of stuff where it's it's he just kind of swoops in and saves the day right out, especially because this game is is all about buildup. It's not you're 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 playing a long uh, RPG where you're constantly struggling about against mounting odds. It is a story. It's just just the slow ramp-up of tension to this boiling point where your hero just ends up witnessing it. Then why did I spend the past six hours, look, investigate, looking, to only have Random come in and be the guy?
2: Well, it's like Random says when you first encounter him, you know, you find the Snatchers, I'll take them out. So... He's not really much for investigating. That's more Gillian's bag, and Random's the guy that yes. you know what I mean. So
0: I guess I, it just it just rubbed me the wrong way this time. Who's to say that it won't rub me wrong a different time? So mm. anyway,
1: oh, no. I feel like this game can rub me right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, okay, we we'll get to that later.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> now uh, on to music. in this game is kind of awesome like yeah. I, I really enjoyed a lot of the the music in this game even though sometimes the music didn't quite fit alright sometimes there's some weird use but it's still like the tune is awesome so I forgive it mm-hmm. uh, so I mean it is what it is uh, Blaine what do you have to say about the music of this game
2: uh, I, the music for me, I mean, there's a couple of tunes like the, what is it, Plato's Cavern, like kind of poppy, upbeat song that I'm not, not fond of, but it it works, you know. Uh, It's just great. It sets the tone for every scene. There are these uh points where you hear kind of, it almost sounds like an alarm when a snatcher's in the area and stuff, and that really gets your heart pumping every time you hear that, rang, 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 you know, that thing is tremendous, The Kojima incorporated the music into the gameplay at the very end of the game, where, you know, every time you hear that click-click noise and then the, the action music for, you know, when you're about to encounter either Snatchers or Interceptors or whatever they're called, Insectors. And, uh, you hear that music and you see a darkened screen with your wife Katrina, but that music comes on when you first see it and your immediate reaction throughout the whole game is to hit that button and just start shooting what's ever in front of you. And you can, at the very end of the game, you can accidentally kill your wife and get a game over screen. And I don't know about you two. The first time I played this, I absolutely did that. So that was really cool. So it's incorporated in a great way. Um, and like I said, uh, almost everywhere the music is is perfect to me, you know. So, yeah, I I don't really have anything bad to say about it outside of I don't absolutely love every track, but they're all fine,
0: you know what I mean? All right, Nick, what do you what about you? What do you have to say about the music in here?
1: Uh, uh, well, I was gonna say that uh, pleasure of tension is going to be like put on my. Uh iPod, and I'll probably be listening to that uh, at least daily for a couple years because that is a really fucking sweet song. Um, The rest of it, though, like it was good at the time, um, but I can't really remember any tunes. But I want to say that it's forgettable because I'm sure if I play the game again, I'm like, I will remember the scenes and like his music triggers things and all that kind of stuff. And I'll still enjoy it, um, but there's not a lot that I can really. Recall off the top of my head, like at having had given a couple. Like it's been like a week or two since I played it, Uh, but there, there's definitely that one song that I will probably love until I die because it's so good.
0: Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. There's there's a couple tracks in this game that are uh, a step above the rest. Uh, Like I said, there's there's a couple times where um, it's like I think. Where are you at? Jesus, like a doctor's office or something. Is, is it
2: a... Oh, like and the it, Olean hospital?
0: The, and it's it's like the most tense, like horror, like you're getting oh, ready to get the murdered teens, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm like, where, well, no, it wasn't like uh, where it was just didn't feel right. Like, uh, like, because it wasn't any danger. Like, oh, it's like the vet's office. That,
2: that, Olean's, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're in the vet's office and it's like you're getting ready to get murdered or something. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, they're
2: they're playing that music there because at that point in the game, you're thinking that it's a hidden... uh, Yeah, you think you're going to walk into it. Yeah. And you see that scene is so good, too. Anyway, go ahead.
0: So, I mean, I get that it's supposed to... And it's kind of like a sight gag, almost, Mm -hmm. where you kind of walk and it's like, oh, okay. But you could also change the music to reflect what you've just done to me, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Um, I don't know, like so. In most part, it was great though. I, I love the kind of like uh, kind of almost like neo jazz kind of thing they're trying yeah. to do. There. Um, that's that's really funky and awesome. So it gets a it gets a five from me, Blaine.
2: Oh, it's 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 a five
0: for me.
1: <laughs> All right, Nick, I'll give it a four point five. All right.
0: So. Uh, I think one of the better parts of this game uh, is how it looks, right? Mm-hmm. Like this game to me, I think the the uh, sprite, some of the sprite work is just amazing. Um, like the horrific sort of uh, gory scenes just seem perfectly uh, like disturbing and and terrifying, but without being overly kind of like uh, like like modern horror kind of like gore porny like they're just kind of like they're shocking and they're stylized in a way that's not overly um offensive if that's a way to say it um so it it and a lot of like the scenes of of new uh new kobe and sort of like some of this like uh so like the bar scenes and a lot of just like the area shots are just amazing to me. I think look super cool. Um, even though some of the characters sometimes like they strike a weird pose and they kind of look like they might be uh, what's his face from mask. Like uh, the, the, just where he just got the long fucked up looking head. Um, so they get a little disproportionate sometimes, but other than that, I, I really i really thought a lot of it was cool a lot of the scenes are super tense uh, especially like where he's got the gun in the mouth and like it just there's just a lot of uh expression and um action portrayed in some of these these beautiful sprite scenes um blaine what do you have to say about how the game looks
2: i mean having played it in 1994 this blew everything i knew at that point about video games out of the water and then over the years I've shown people this game and played it and had them play it and and they're always shocked at how good it looks and sounds uh, especially when you take in consideration the system it's on which you know I love the Sega CD obviously I own almost every game for it um, there is no other game on the system that looks anywhere close to it. I mean, you could say, you know, like we reviewed Space Adventure Cobra and it looked pretty good, you know, but nothing uh, to the, this level. You know, as you said, the sprite work is really great and and the characters are really awesome. And even even down to like just the, the character boxes when you're talking and the facial ticks and stuff of like Benson Cunningham with his twitchy eye and etc. everything is just almost perfect to me so yeah mm-hmm. I don't and, and as you said the 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 horrifying scenes that you see in this uh, they stand up to almost anything you would play today I mean now there you, you can do all kinds of stuff and like say a grand Theft Auto or what have you that beats this out to some extent but I would argue like the scene where you first find like the cheaps actual body and the head is covered in maggots and stuff that is still yeah. just a completely horrifying image to me. Or, or with Gene Jock with his head in his lap and just like crazy levels. You know, it's like this This is one of the first games to get an M rating and it's before the actual system was initiated by Tipper Gore and all that. Uh, Sega took it upon themselves to make a rating system and this is one of the first ones to get their M rating, which probably didn't help sales much initially either. But uh yeah. Oh man, so good. So, so very good. There's almost nothing that I find wrong with it. There are some scenes where it's kind of like, what am I looking at here? Like in the chief's office, he has that couch that looks like a a bunch of bananas, like propped against the wall or something that could have just been drawn a little better. But, and there are some things like that there. You're like, what am I looking at here? But for the most part, everything is gorgeous. Uh, So yeah, I, I don't have anything.
0: Elf, really. All right. What about you, Nick? What do you have to say about how the game looks?
1: Uh, pretty much on the same level as y'all. It's really, really good looking. Like the the sprite work is really well done. Um, I actually it made me think of uh, when we played Fantasy Star Four, the kind of cutscenes that would happen there. Um, like it was that level of quality. Um, and yeah, like i don't... like I'm, y'all know I'm not really picking that much occasionally yep. uh so there's nothing really that i saw here that was bad um like i was bothered a little bit by like all of the like in-world advertising like konami and sony and all that shit but i it's part of the, the aesthetic and appeal and whatever i get it like but i've always
2: yeah
1: been bothered by that kind of stuff in in a, in a virtual like a fantasy world or whatever but uh, it's not like it actually takes anything out of it. It's just a personal gripe, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, like there's, I mean, there's nothing else to add. Like the gore scenes were good. Like there's not, not gory enough for me personally, but they're they're well done. Um, like there's nothing really glaring about it. Like it's a great looking game.
0: Yep. All right. So let's score it, Nick. What do you go score it? I give it a five point five. Blaine, what are you gonna score? It's a, it's a five. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give this one a five uh, in visuals as well. Like I said, it's, it's, it's just really cool, man. Like, the it, that's the only real good adjective I had to describe the aesthetics of this game. It's just cool. Like it, it, it just oozes cool. Yeah. Um, so. For me, is an expectations versus reality thing, and everybody might do it differently than I do, but that's kind of how I rate my overall experience what I expected and what I got. Now, uh, it is possible that Mr. J overhyped this game just a smidge, um, because nope. I mean, it's a, he, he raves about it. It's a cool game, all right. It is, it is, um, something that I think most fans of video games need to play, especially if you're a fan of older games. Um, it might be something that's hard to get a new uh gamer to kind of play but uh i really enjoy it if you're if you kinda like <clears throat> sometimes the storybook kind of select every option until you can and until you can go forward kind of stuff did wear on me a lot um but it, in it's a kind of game where i would just sometimes like just looking at it the way it sounds the way Uh, it goes it just makes me wish it would just taken all of the the gameplay out of it and it was just a two hour sprite based storybook movie thing and I think I would have enjoyed it more like because sometimes I'm watching a cutscene or I'm listening to people talk and I'm in it I'm in it and then it just stops and I have five options that I now have to spend 30 minutes clicking through until I get the next scene was kind of Jarring sometimes, where you're really into what's happening, and then all of a sudden you just have to stop to do some mundane, stupid thing. Um, kind of was annoying, but outside of that, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give the overall experience a three. Um, Blaine,
2: oh, it's five. You're wrong.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I, I know, I know. I it's I'm not saying that I don't like the game. I like a lot of things about it. Well, it's just it's the same tedium yeah, that we no, talked about. In, in Space Adventure Cobra, so um, Nick, what about you? Overall experience?
1: Well, I'm gonna disagree with both of you a little bit, but Brent, I'm going higher. Blaine, I'm going a little bit lower. I do agree that it's similar to like Space Adventure Cobra, and like because it's the same genre pretty much, uh, with like the random ass like having to do shit over and over again until so you find the right option or you click the right options enough times to unlock this option that's changing finally or whatever the fuck kind of bullshit you got to do. Uh, but I feel like the, the world itself pulled you in a lot more than it would have in Space Adventure Cobra, um, and that kept me wanting to progress further as opposed to it feeling like I was just doing it because I had to for the podcast, like I was doing Space Adventure Cobra. Um, so uh, that being said, I also really didn't do much research into it, coming into it, so I wasn't really expecting much. All I knew is that it was apparently a great game. And uh, I'm leaving pleasantly surprised, and so I will give it a four point five. All right. So, uh,
0: more low scores. Time for replayability. Mm-hmm. Next favorite category. Um, replayability on this game is simply for to find some of the smaller hidden things, like that you can find. Like there are certain smaller hidden things that 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 um, you can find. But overall, it's going to kind of be the same game every time you play it, um, really. And the only reason you would really replay it is to re-experience the story. Um, so for me, it it's moderately replayable, um, but kind of on the low end. Like I, I would replay it again to kind of redo some of and see some of those really cool scenes again. It, it 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 is the world, it is the visuals, it is the music that would pull me back in more than yeah. than anything else. So replayability is going to get a boy two two point five for me. Uh, Nick, where are you at on replayability?
1: Uh, for replay replayability, Jesus, um, I'm gonna give it a one because I. Like you just said, you play it once and you kind of know it. The only reason you play it again is to revisit the story. And in that instance, it would have worked better as you had said previously as some type of animation or just like a interactive, like more, like a, you just click a button and it goes to the next page of a storybook or some kind of, like a visual novel, I guess I'm looking for. Because um, really all it's got going for it, and what it's got going for it is fucking phenomenal. Uh, but, like, the gameplay is not there for me at all.
0: Alright. Uh, blame. Replayability. Yeah,
2: like like you said, um, there are some things that you can find in the game. You've got this computer Jordan that you can enter names into. Um... Virtually everyone that worked on the game, if you enter their name, they show up. You can find uh, their phone numbers sometimes, call them on the video phone. There's some really neat interactions there. Um, you, you find a snatcher cat for one of the programmers. I think Jeremy Blostein, when you call him on the vid phone, turns out that his cat is a snatcher. Um, there's a homeless guy that you can optionally talk to. You talk to him a number of times. You get a vid phone number to call his dad. Call his dad, come pick him up. You know, Metal Gear says you're a good guy, Gillian, that kind of thing. None of this stuff has to be done. It's just all side stuff. There's, of course, Jordan. There's literally hours of stuff that you can read into the history of Snatcher. Uh, This is all stuff you can do on your first playthrough. Um, So, in that sense, replayability, it's like, yeah, it's kind of a one and done thing for the most part. Um, But having said that, I play this game... Every year or so. Um, so I, I play this game probably close to 20 times and I revisit it the same way I, I would a novel that I love or a movie that I really love. The only difference being is I have to sit down for eight, nine hours and play through Snatcher as opposed to like a two hour or a four or five hour experience with a book. So it's not for everyone, but for me, I, I, I replay it every year. I can't say. That I don't, so replayability is high for me. So I'm going to give it a four. Um, but I do see that it really, for the average person that doesn't have the insane love of the game like I do, uh, they wouldn't want to replay it after maybe the first time, or if they did, it would be years down the road where you know they'd forgotten some of the story bits and what have you. All
0: right, all right, that's fair. I think that's fair. All right. Now that we've uh, given all of our scores and whatnot, let's move on to quick fire questions. First up, Nick, uh, which girl? The ex-wife, Katerina, Mika, or the stripper?
1: Isabella, definitely.
0: Uh, there you go. Uh, Blaine?
2: Uh, it's it's Mika. I don't know what it is about her voice, but I love that chick. Oh, yeah. It's, uh man. Real life uh, Mika, not hot. <laughs> I looked her yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so not hot.
0: Uh. You know, it's, that's, that's a hard choice. That's a hard choice. I, you know, uh, no. not into the blue hair, so I'd probably go, I'd probably go with the ex-wife. She's, she's pretty, she's yeah. pretty cool. Um, which one of the three of us is secretly
1: a snatcher, Nick? Uh, well, it's not a secret anymore, but it's me.
0: You know, I, you know, I, I thought it was you too, so, hmm. uh, Blaine, who's the snatcher then?
2: I would have thought it'd been me because of my insane obsession with this game. I mean it's but I don't know. It it could be
0: Nick. Nick's obviously yeah. the robot. he's the robot.
1: Okay. I would, would see I would argue that your obsession with it is like a, a human thing, yeah. whereas a snatcher would yeah. okay. be like, Yeah, let's not call attention to this thing that's exposing what my what I am and well we'll just go we'll we'll talk about something
0: else. Okay, so Nick yeah, his bathroom is filled with sunscreen. I was it's gonna ask, when you're Florida. in his presence,
2: do you sneeze often? Um, <laughs> is he seen outside during yeah you know, daylight hours?
0: Yeah, yeah. The and... answer is yes and then no. So I mean, I, I sneeze every time I see him, and he's never outside during the day. So oh man, you
2: yeah, you're probably checking
0: be. all the boxes. Yeah, he's checking all the boxes. I'm telling you, we have we. There's no problem getting. Uh, what is it? The scan. Uh, the the war whatever. System. Yeah, that's a silly ass <laughs> scene. <laughs> uh, give me two reasons why this is better than Space Adventure Cobra, Nick. Go.
1: Um, fuck the. I guess the world. Okay. I guess the world itself, the location it takes in, like the the storyline and the, what the fuck else is, because like this sci-fi, they're both sci-fi, but this sci-fi is much more like intricate and like interesting than like generic because they're both kind of womanizers too but like generic superhero womanizer man. Whatever. Um both and... have
0: both have three women of interest in the story too, so ching ching ching.
1: Yeah. Well the the women in the story uh are much are vastly superior to the Space Adventure Cobra women, so yeah that going forward as
0: well. Yeah that's true. All right, Blaine, give me two reasons this is better than Space Adventure Cobra. Uh,
2: well, the voice acting is believable. It's done very well. Uh, they're obviously professionals as opposed to whatever intern happened to be, you know, free that day. Uh, I would also say the visuals slash music, uh, just head and shoulders above the game. Now, the gameplay is really the only thing that
0: is comparable to me. So uh, for me, I... Uh... Sure, uh, Space Adventure Cobra had Rock Knight, but this has Rocket Knight. So yeah. that's all you need, really. That's yeah. all you need. I mean, he's there, so it's a win. All right. Uh, this is more for Blaine than anybody else. Blaine, cast the live-action movie. Oh, man.
2: Do I have to use people in their current state, or can I use pull people from any you era? Spec-
0: you can specify from an era. Okay, I
2: would cast... You know what, I would cast Gillian Seed as a young Humphrey Bogart. I think that would be okay. really cool, because he's the whole film noir type thing. I think he could really pull that off. Um, I don't know. After that, it's like random Hajil, like God, who would I cast? Who's really cool? Like, I want to just like, say Sting or Rutger Hauer, because that's who he's based off of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Katrina, I don't know. Yeah, it, it it would require a lot more thought than the five seconds I'm getting here. So, uh, uh,
0: I don't know. I would, I would, I would, I would cast them as their, uh, their actual movie ripoff counterparts. So, <laughs> young Harrison Ford as, as yeah. Killian Seed. Uh, probably give it, uh, probably give Sting the, uh, the random hygiene yeah, role. Yeah, because Rucker Hauer is shit. And then, uh, shit, should... Like, I, I really want... Uh, what's his face? Uh, di- who's diabetes? Oh, God. Diabetes.
2: <laughs> no, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, he needs to be the police from chief. From Cocoon, yeah.
0: He needs to be the police chief. And he's still uh, alive, too, that guy. Yeah, uh, he needs to be a police chief. And then uh, your wife can really be played with any of the, the leading ladies of the 80s. I mean, they were all kind of the same, so...
2: Yeah, like your
0: Kim Basinger or something... Yeah, like, that'd be fine. So, that's that's all you really need to cast. Uh, who would who would voice Metal Gear, though? Like, who do we want to voice Metal Gear? Oh, man. Um, I want Paul Bettany to do it. Uh,
2: maybe the chick that does Bart Simpson. Uh, oh, that's
0: a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Someone somewhat annoying nasally, you know. Uh, I could even see, like, Ja'il White, maybe. Uh, sure yeah I don't know
0: sure sure all that sounds
1: wonderful all
0: right how easy was this game to masturbate to Nick go
1: uh, out of ten sure
0: ten being uh, the one being the hardest eight out of ten all right Blaine yeah
2: I I, I'm trying to think if I actually did as a kid masturbate through this game. I don't know. <laughs> there's
0: a. The, it's I. The way you're talking, I think it's highly likely. It's it, mean,
2: There's ooh. there's potential. I used to jerk it to just about anything, Sears catalogs, whatever. So, um, <laughs> probably ten out of ten. I I don't know. There's that whole scene with Katrina, where yeah, you basically see boobas. And uh, having grown up in the it's era just, where they're just
0: painted blue, she might as well just yeah. be wearing latex paint. So
2: so you know, I grew up in the era where if you found a porno you hid that shit in like a lunchbox and buried it out in the woods because that was like your treasure you know um yeah. this is pre-internet days so in any port in a storm so yeah probably 10 out of 10 for at least back then now i not so much but you
0: know hey man if it works if it works for kids you it can work for adult use all i have to say well we'll give it a try uh- so uh, yeah, I think that's that it. That'll wrap us up for the the Snatcher review show. We have something cool planned uh, that I don't want to spoil just yet for the next episode. So keep an eye out, or ear out, or face out, or face off. Take your face off. They didn't rip off that movie. That'd have been
1: great. Um, I got a laugh. I got a quick question there. Sure. Um, would y'all be willing to play the SD Snatcher in oh, a review? Yeah, one? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if we could get a hold of it, you'd have to download
2: like an emulator for the MX, and then, but yeah, I've been wanting to play that forever. Same with Police Knots, but I'm not a big emulator guy. But if I was
0: forced to, yeah, I'd be, I'd be all about that. Something we can look into. That sounds interesting. See if we can get a hold. I mean, we, man, if only there was a translation of that radio drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah,
2: that, that that is something I will talk to you all fair about.
0: Okay, that's all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically the wrap it up. We got something cool coming next time, so keep your eyes and ears out for that. Uh, Blaine, hmm. if people like the cut of your jib, yeah. the smidge of your nugget, where can they find you?
2: Man, I'm I'm everywhere. I mean, everyone listening to this at this point knows, you know, I, I do a show called Is It Worth It? It's part of the uh, RPG podcast that Derek and Don have been doing for since time began or whatever. Um, I, I also do a show for your network called um, Video Games the Movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's about video game movies or things having to do with uh, video games in a movie. So you can find me there. You can find me on uh, Twitter at RetroKel. That's K-H-E-L. You know, I'm everywhere, guys. Just, just also,
0: He's cool. also the resident meme master on yeah. the uh, on the Discord. So uh, make sure you stop on by there for whatever swinging titties he has on there this I got, week. I got lots. Lots. It's, it's all the same lady, just with different... <laughs> <people>. <laughs> I know.
2: I wish I could have got you a, a version of Snatcher where I replaced Katrina with just like a, a rough you know sprite based image of that, <laughs> that would have been
0: so nice. for for all the shirts i'm gonna do for super bitcon I'm, I'm not gonna get blaine regularly. he's just gonna have her face just oh. dead chest walk around with that that is, is the way it's gonna work not cool So I'll wear, I'll wear
1: it i don't give a fuck people are probably gonna to want to get more of those ones than the one we actually have Yeah. The, so. at this point i don't know she's she's
0: taking on a life of her own uh, so but yeah that's that's great i'll do all the outro excellent shit in post So until next time, say goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye. I mean, we could, I guess, but Mm. I don't really feel like it. All right. Fucking do it, Nick. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the RPG show. Uh, Today we've got a good show for you. Uh, We've got uh, two assholes um, on one man. I was going to say three, but yeah. Well, we're going for, like, Brent the Mutant, he's got, like, He's got an asshole, and then he's missing a dick, so he's got a hole up front, too. But uh, Oh, wow, well, then that makes four. Or five. I guess. All right. Whatever the situation is. Anyway, bye, everybody.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do? You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think, really, that's it. Oh, no it's not. You know be better than all those things. If you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review, each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, Brent, I love that show. I love it so much. I wish I could just, just embrace you and give you the most love possible but you know what you know what says love more than than an intimate embrace? brace money that's right money says it and you know what you can give us money without ever a- actually having spent any extra money because I know I know what you're doing you're going to Amazon you're getting the free two-day shipping you're buying your extra large uh, underwear or your five pound chocolate Easter bunny or what God knows what else you're buying. They got all kinds of shit there. You know, Prime with the free two day ship, and just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens if you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us. It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? Right? That's what I thought. So just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to end this. That's, so yeah, bye.